be silent yet a space. This is the hour and this the holy place. Within the dark Gethsemane of our years, the miracle of Christmas now appears. The year's biggest is the season's hottest family movie is sale tomorrow. I want a bicycle. Theaters everywhere. The 12 days of... Just in time for the holidays. I remember that year. Still want more? Yeah! You're lucky. They'll still love you when they grow up. What happens? What happened? I'm going to tell you what happened. Hello and welcome to Ninja Person Podcast, the podcast that wants to be here with Apple Chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a just appreciation podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the warm pair of socks of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the uh, local favorite sports team books of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the chocolate tie of this podcast. Man, I really love local favorite sports team. (laughs) Every time they (laughs) score a basket goal, my heart flutters. When they make it to the championship tournament playoff game match... I am so yeah. Just the playoff. It's not. There are still a couple more matches to go. <laughs> right. I am. It's just the playoff match to the champion game tournament. And you know, they they make many substitutions in their roster. Uh, of the three of us, do any of our fathers actually listen to this podcast? I don't think so. Um. Papa Papa Gall follows us on Twitter. That's the next best thing. Yeah, but he also oh, he also never tweets. So, oh, that's adorable. Hey, I'm in that club. Um, Captain Crumrine, I don't. I I think he has on occasion. Mama Crumrine listens to it more often than him, though. Every once in a while, he'll ask me to like put one on a CD uh, <laughs> so that he can listen to it. <laughs> that's on a road fantastic. Trip. That's kind of adorable. <laughs> Uh, now, you could just get him a radio transmitter. That'd be a good dad gift. I think he has one, but oh. I, I think the problem is like an iPodular device. Oh, um, is he still on the dumb phone? He's got a disc changer. Kevin, <laughs> now when you say chocolate tie, do you mean like a necktie made of chocolate? Oh, yes. Or are we talking like uh, like kind of like a, a Thai coffee or a Thai? No, no. Necktie made of chocolate. It's nice because it's nourishment, but also apparel, so you can wear it. And then throughout the day, you get a little hungry. You take a little nibble. I would like to note that uh, the number one search result, if you Google chocolate tie, is for chocolate tie spelled T H I A I. Yeah. It is, it is a strain of marijuana. So, <laughs> oh, what do you, wow. you get in your dad, <laughs> Kevin? Hey, listen. When I run about run out of ideas for my dad, I just buy him weed. Get him, Kevin. No, this is a great opportunity. Um, you should start getting him a different kind of chocolate tie, like a different <laughs> spelling and different meaning every year. No, you know so what? So one it is? year you get him the chocolate necktie. One year you get him like the the tie noodles with chocolate on them. One year you get him that dank herb. Well, he's that really tied p- herb. He's really picky about the herb strains. Like it has to be single origin. Now, and Jordan. What are your your dad's uh, sports balls of choice? Uh, my dad likes all of the Philadelphia sports balls. What's their basketball team again? The 69ers? Yeah, the 76ers. 76ers. Yeah, the, the 76ers. The, 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 worst, the worst team in the history of basketball, which I am oh so proud to cheer for. Oh, Jordan, did you uh, did you like my birthday message to you that mentioned the 76ers? 
I did. I loved your birthday voicemail this year. Especially Jen's uh, very caring comments. They were. I already. Nice. I already wished him happy birthday. I said, Jen, do you want to do you want to say happy birthday to Jordan on this voicemail? And then all you hear is a ruffling on the phone, and then I already wished him happy birthday on Facebook. Uh, Jordan, did you like my happy birthday text at the end of the day? As I remembered that I hadn't wished you happy birthday yet because I was showing my parents around Times Square. Oh wow! Uh, no, that was adorable. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, the 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 comrades wish you, you remembered well. it was there in spirit. Uh, to which Jordan replied, "Thanks, F A N N N X X X," which is, <laughs> I think means it's dirty. Um, no, 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 no. You a... got that wrong. It was just <laughs> F six uh, A's N X. He actually responded, "Phalanx." So the, <laughs> Phalanx. The, the military organization. I only know that from Ogre Battle 64. Uh, Papa Crumrine uh, always loves a good pair of socks, though, uh, either for hiking, uh, which he is known to do as he leads the youths on camping trips and things like that, or he's been on ski patrol for a super long time. What? So We've talked about needs this before, those Needs we? those nice warm socks for the, the ski boots. I, th- I think we've talked about that because my family grew up skiing. Yeah, uh, that's And right. the only reason we could afford to is because we got free passes because he was on ski patrol. I, I, uh, I, thought, just... I thought the only reason you could afford to is because you lived on a mountain and it was the only way down the mountain. Yeah, it was the only way <laughs> that I could get to school. I actually just strapped lunch trays that I had stolen from the school to my feet. And then, uh, and and then got you there that way. got to school and you returned them every day and then stole them again anew. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, happy birthday, Jordan. You're... Oh, thanks. Well, yeah. From from all of us here in podcast land to you. To all of you. Happy belated birthday. Also, um... Oh, Merry Christmas, listeners. Oh, yeah. Happy Krimbus. Yeah, and uh, Boxing Merry Day. Merry Krimbus. Oh, I got to watch that video again. Yeah, keep keep it tight. Um, I think that's what you say for Krimbus. <laughs> uh, no, Trim? Something like that. Krimbus. Uh, uh, also, I'm curious, what are you guys drinking right now? Because we have our videos turned off. Usually we're looking each other in our lifeless eyes <laughs> as we record these podcasts. But for bandwidth reasons, we have been turning it off. Google... Get it together. Come on. Uh, but what are you guys drinking? Because, Jordan, you said you had some, like, cheer overflown. Over oh, there. yeah. I have uh, some Deschutes Jubilee, which is uh, their Christmas uh, ale. Okay. Uh, I have a nice Christmassy Knob Creek rye whiskey. Uh, it's 100 Ooh. proof. And it's okay. delicious. It has. It tastes like a, it tastes like a cigar. And it's delicious. Now, what does proof mean? So other than you find it in pudding <laughs> proof is just if you multiply the percentage of alcohol by two, you get the proof. So if okay. you if you divide the proof by yeah. two, you get the percentage one of proof is uh, one half of percent ABV. Right. So that so this right. rye whiskey is 50 percent alcohol and a, right. a good a good. Why strong, don't they just say that a good fancy beer is 10 proof. All right. Uh, speaking of fancy beers, I am here to evangelize uh, one of my new favorite beers. And you can't see it, but uh, I think I held it up to the camera earlier. It is a can I'm sure of... all our, our podcast listeners saw it when you held it up to the camera there. <laughs> yeah, I'm really <laughs> glad we started doing this uh, this this vlog. Um, <laughs> but 
It is a Guinness Nitro IPA. I'm so angry at you right now. Have you yeah, heard of this? Do you know why? Have you heard of this? No, that sounds it's amazing. It's delicious. Here's why I'm angry it's at you, Tyler. It's a super smooth IPA. Friend friend of the show, uh, Felice Cumbianos. I'll be that. Oh, yeah. George Hampy uh, and his lovely, li- his lovely life. Uh, <laughs> his lovely his, life. His life he is does have a pretty lovely life. His lovely wife and and himself were uh, staying at Gallland yesterday, um, and mm-hmm. yeah, you I figured that you know why? Because I got a text from the Hampmeister at eleven twenty four yesterday, <laughs> with just saying "Where are you?" two question marks. <laughs> to which I responded, "Ligonier, PA." Still have yet to receive a follow-up. Yeah, he didn't feel the need to get back to you on that one. Um, anyway, so he was over, and we were getting a six-pack of beers to enjoy. And the option that I put forth was the Guinness Nitro IPA. Same price so for these good. two six-packs. Exact same price at the Rite Aid. Um, so I said, hey, that sounds really good. And he said, how about Corona for the same price? Oh, my gosh. All right. So so we drank Corona. Believe it or not, I would rather have the Corona. Believe it or not, it's a passable IPA. Uh, but the thing is, it's this nitro. It's so smooth. I want it's that like, nitro It's the bad. smoothness of a Guinness with the IPA of an IPA. And I'm, I haven't opened this yet because it makes a really satisfying noise when you open it. Because there's, there's a little ball in here of, like, nitrous oxide that gets infused. Oh, my goodness. Stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that now. I'm going to try and go all bartender here and not make a mess. But listen to this bad boy. Oh, that's the sound of success. Yeah. Did you hear that? The bubbling and the... Oh, man. It's so good. So That's I'm really going to enjoy drinking this. of enjoyability. Yeah. You're welcome, Guinness. You can take that to an ad campaign. Hey, what'd you guys I'll... think of the Star Wars? Haven't seen, Haven't it, seen yet. it yet. Haven't seen it yet. All right. Seeing it, seeing it on Christmas. And so, so you, Jordan. Yeah, and nobody say anything because I almost had it spoiled for me on the bus yesterday. So uh, screw yeah, you you're... to the unruly youths that were talking about a movie that just came out and discussing the major spoiler that apparently happens. Yeah. Uh, in the movie. A major spoiler. Um, so. Who was it? Who was saying Kevin, I hope that... you have some uh, noise-proof headphones, because you're going to want those. Was yeah. it Was it Emily Anderson, girlfriend of the podcast, who was saying that someone almost spoiled it for her at work? Like the uh, cubicle yes. next to her? That is the worst. Yes, she did. Which I didn't realize that she works with a friend of the podcast, uh, Jocelyn Frick. Yeah, Joss got her that I job. Did. You know what? Okay. Uh, Here's the, here's new policy. Um, Don't talk about people Kevin doesn't know. If you're in a public place, you have to pretend that movies don't exist or that like the only movie that you're familiar with is the movie A Trip to the Moon by the Lumiere brothers. Like literally one of the first movies. Is that the one where the, the moon is as high as a piece of pie or whatever and gets a rocket in its high? Hey guys, Rosebud is a sled. Shoot. Screw you, Ethan from Ethan Hawke is a lie. Um that actually but, is a spoiler. Uh, in speaking, which movie though? No, just speaking, in life. He's not real. Oh, oh my god. I can't do this transition if you guys keep talking about him. Speaking um, <laughs> Speaking 
Speaking of, uh, of our ninjas versus theme. Yeah, uh, this is a podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, uh, hash them out here on the show, argue them, find a victor, all that things. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we do this once a week. We promise to never do it more than once a week. Um, <laughs> you will never have, have to worry about word. that. Sometimes we'll only do it once every two weeks. Yeah, never more than once a week. Guys, sometimes uh, when we so touch, rest easy. the honesty is too much. Um, and also, speaking of uh, Girlfriend of the Podcast, I uh, just had dinner with Emily Anderson. It was very nice. She made me kimchi, it's... which I had never had before, and it was pretty delicious. Was it very nice, or was it very nice? It was very nice. So, yeah, that was that was pretty great, and, uh, you know, I made sure that I expressed uh, our appreciation for her collectively dating the three of us, mm-hmm. uh, especially since you're married, Kevin. Yeah, Jen is not pleased about that. But I said, listen, well, you it's, know, it's for the it's sake for of for the podcast. You did mention it in your vows. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were both there to witness it. <laughs> that you were first and foremost married to this podcast. Right. And uh, to have anyone to who should come into the lives of the podcasters. This podcast. Uh, but she has a question for us that we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Uh, this is our Christmas episode. We already had our Hanukkah episode, so shut up, Ben. Um, and, yeah, hope you like it. And she would like to know Christmas dinner versus Christmas cookies go which is better christmas dinner or christmas cookies now do you guys' families really do a a formal christmas dinner oh yeah cuz my my family has never been on the christmas dinner like bandwagon yeah, christmas we... eve is the night right, when right. instead of having dinner you have like a bunch of different dips and crackers and cheeses and fixins as you progressively put gifts under the tree for the entire evening. Wait, what? Well, that sounds like it takes a while. No, we eat a nice... We do hors d'oeuvres for Christmas Eve, and then we also eat a really nice dinner on Christmas Eve. Um, okay. But we put our presents under the tree like, like ahead of time because a tree without presents looks naked. You know what we do? No, because it's got all the decorations on it. You don't want to put the presents under the tree until the night before, because otherwise you've got people like looking at the shapes of the presents and being like, oh, that thing is snowboard shaped. I know what I'm getting for Christmas. That thing it's is shaped like a skee-ball machine. <laughs> a piece of cardboard <laughs> shaped like a snowboard. No, I did you know get a what we do? Machine for Christmas one year. We um, one of the like little rinky dink ones. Did you really? Was it the most disappointing thing no, in the wait, world? No, ski ball. Ski ball. I'm thinking yeah. air hockey. Uh, <laughs> those are very different. <laughs> yeah, those are similar things. Not not even the words yeah, the are same. similar. Like the the game mechanics are completely different. I'm pretty I, sure it's exactly air the same. hockey doesn't even feature a ball. It just has uh, a plastic it, disc. Yeah. But the, it's like you you slide the disc and it skis across the surface. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are the marks I'll of Christmas dinner? Points. Is this like what? What's different from a Christmas dinner? Uh, like a Christmas dinner is the only Easter a, dinner. 
Christmas dinner is the only appropriate uh, meal of the year to eat roast beast. <laughs> okay. All right. What about reindeer? Because we have a lot of venison in the freezer. Uh, I would I would crack out some venison for Christmas dinner. That sounds pretty good to me. You're allowed. Uh, if you're if you're Italian, uh, your Christmas dinner is a little something called uh, the Feast of the Seven Fishes, and you have seven different kinds of seafood for dinner. How's that sound? Let's see. That sounds fantastic. Why hasn't everyone started doing that? I don't know because Italians, I guess, are better than the rest of us. Shrimp, prawns. Hold on, let me find you the list. I gotta, I gotta Halibut, salmon. Kevin, what about what about cocktail? Grouper. What's that? Oh, yeah. Shrimp? I thought you were just going to name different kinds of shrimp. <laughs> well, you got your shrimp and you got your prawn. You Cocktail. got your crayfish. You got your crawdads. Um, you got your bottom feeders. You got your trawlers. You got your mud puppies. You got uh, your your sea spindlers. Your uh, oyster shooters. You got your zebra fish. You got your tiger fish. You got, got your, your pilot s- fish. Creepy crawlies. You your, sea, your sea snail salad. Your uh, Aquaman's delight. Um, that that dinner sounds uh, suspiciously close to the name of the next play that I'm publishing called The Mystery of the Seventeen Pilot Fish. Uh, but maybe I can talk him into changing it to The Feast of the Seven Fishes. What about you, Kevin? Do you do a Christmas dinner? We do. Um, so... What we do for Christmas Eve is that we go over to my uh, grandmother's and she makes us a dinner and then we take all of the leftovers and then we wrap them up in gifts and put them under the tree uh, without refrigeration and then we open them the next morning and then we eat them for Christmas dinner. And oh, then, and then do we you have get, any pets? And then we get norovirus. Because... Um, uh, we could never really like we had to be very careful with uh, our food um, when we had our cats and dog because with three cats around the house and the dog around the house because they all got to be in around Christmas because it's Christmas. Uh, we couldn't have like too many platters out or else they would get all up on. You get some splatter on those platters. Yeah, get a, get a little bit of I'll get a hairball. Um, Christmas cookies, though. The great thing about those are, you know, that's I feel like that's going to last longer than the Christmas dinner leftovers. And also, like, you can only have roast beef and, like, leftover potatoes so many days in a row before you get sick of it or it goes bad. Whereas cookies, that's just like an all-day, everyday thing. It's like, oh, I'm walking through this room. Here's a cookie. Uh. Oh, I'm... You know, here's a, doubling back around, different kind of cookie. Here's it's the problem so with good. Christmas cookies. Like, uh, every year, somebody gives you that batch of Christmas cookies that are like, the day you got them, they're dry and crumbly, and they have the consistency of, like, cookies they had Is left Is that over. your ideal cookie, dry no, and crumbly? No, that's my point. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> they have the consistency of a cookie that they got last year and held on to mm. it for 12 months and gave it to you. <laughs> and you soon have a huge pile of, like cookies that are there and you're like ooh a christmas cookie but you realize that like you don't actually want to eat these and they're kind of worthless and then they're just stale and bad 
There's too many bad Christmas cookies for me to wholly endorse Christmas cookies. I thought it was like wedding cake where you throw your Christmas cookie in the freezer and you take it out each year and take another bite from it. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's the problem is that there's such a personal personal aspect to the Christmas cookie that like... Well, it is a personal savior, Kevin. Right. <laughs> it's a personal pan cookie. Um, no, because like people give you these cookies... Like, you know, like your jerk friends give you a bag of cookies for for a Christmas present. And then they're like, oh, boy, you better like Kevin, these. You you and Jen gave me a bag well, of what's cookies. What's that? You know, and then you feel like you have to Which like Which father of the podcast, Kip Crumrine, did eat most of those cookies. Did he really? Home. Yeah, it was pretty great. Did you at least have I mean, I had at Oreo least truffles. one of everything. Oh, oh yeah, those were those were awesome. Yeah. Hey Kevin, where's my bag of cookies? Uh his his dad sampled a healthy dose of them. Check which, your freezer, and, Jordan. And enjoy You're gonna like what much. you find. They've been there for a year. <laughs> I said been cookie that, inceptioned. I said that Kip Crumrine enjoyed the cookies very much, and all she did was look at me and say, Yes, he did. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Did like Kip <laughs> Crum o- did Kip come over to your house? I said, Did Kip Crum over? Uh, did he come over to your apartment and like eat the cookies while Jen was baking them? Because that's what it sounds like. I wish he had. Kip, let's uh, hang he out. Did, he did come over to the tail end of the uh, uh, Hampy wedding uh, and just kind of say hello to everyone before getting in the car and taking me home. Oh, um, I think sweet. that was the first time that my parents met Jen. Um, yeah. I think only time. First time, only time. Long time listener, first time. Well, they Skype like once a week, though. Intentional listener. Long time yeah, listener, first time baller. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. What's your What's your favorite kind of Christmas cookie? I am a big fan of the thumbprint cookie. Uh, is good with the the Christmas color thumbprints. Uh, always a favorite. Or the um, like the Snickerdoodle with the Reeses. In the middle of it, that's real good. That's like, usually I, peanut I don't butter know... cookies with Reese's in the middle of it. Eh, that's good too, but the Snickerdoodle with the peanut butter. Uh, nice. I don't like cinnamon and peanut butter together. That's not a thing I like. Well, you must like, not like I, holidays. Yeah, I, I have never had a Snickerdoodle with peanut butter in it. I, I, yeah, I think you're insane. I think Tyler. that's pretty ap- apocryphal, to be honest. Uh, I mean, f- really, any cookie, though, you're going to dip it in peanut butter anyway. <laughs> you're going to dip it in ranch no matter what, so it doesn't matter yeah. what it tastes like. Uh, well, no, my... you eat your salad, and then you sop up the ranch <laughs> with your dessert cookie. Ooh, okay, so, so here's something in favor of Christmas dinner. At least... With Christmas dinner, you can kind of like condiment it up, no matter how you want. But yeah, you can throw as many cookies as you want on that. If you cookie. condiment up a cookie, I think you're gonna get some disapproving glares. No, no, like no, no, no. listen, That's I bad. love a good honey mustard on a cookie, or just straight up honey is great on a cookie. Yeah, Jordan, or just straight up mustard. Uh, I was gonna Your say favorite my cookie? favorite my favorite holiday cookie would be uh, a Pizzelle. You guys familiar with them? Oh yeah. Uh, d- delicious, uh, you know, little sweet, uh, lacy anise flavored cookies. Which uh, oh no 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 no, that is that is nah, my no, no, Christmas no, no. kryptonite. They're they're great with coffee. Uh, 
girlfriend of the uh, podcast, uh, Emily, uh, made a batch of them. Uh, was very excited to give me some when I visited uh, three weeks ago, and then uh, didn't give me any and didn't remind me about them. And I left, <laughs> left without eating a single one. Kept so them now all she's for eating, eating all the pizzelles. I hope she's happy. She could have said Kevin, do you have a favorite Christmas cookie? Also, did you help at all making your Christmas cookies? Or was yes. that a purely uh, Jen contribution? Right. So for the Oreo truffles, I provided moral support. And, and the truffle. Did she, make, did she make you do the truffle shuffle? I don't know what that is, but I want to. Oh, no. That's from the Goonies. You know. So then they make the fat kid, like, jiggle around. Let's, so. Yeah, it's when you jiggle, it's actually, it's actually, like, some real body shaming. Yeah, well. You know what? People should be ashamed of things that they don't have control over. Um, Honestly, though, you you are looking great ever ever since uh, Jen got you eating vegetables. It's true. Uh, well, I've been looking great just because. Jen, yeah, well, Jen's you held got that me new t- prescription. She's held me to a higher standard of hey, don't eat muffin mix straight. So please, <laughs> please have some respect for yourself. Um. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, actually, so every year um, at, at the Gall family uh, estate, homestead, uh, we would make sugar cookies that we would roll. You know, you'd like cut them out into shapes and then bake them. And then we would decorate them uh, with, you know, icing and Bells sprinkles and et cetera. Yeah. And, and, and decking. We decked halls and et cetera. Um, but it was great because. I think it's boughs of holly, not bells of holly. Well. Thank you, Jordan. Carry for that, on for that text. Um, good. I did not good. get it. I don't think I need it. Good, good, good. Um, yes. So, so I I enjoyed those a lot because they tasted purely of almond extract, just like straight almond extract. And I actually I love some almond extract. I would drink it straight if I wasn't uh, almost positive that it would kill me. Yeah, I think that's what Socrates committed suicide with. He <laughs> said that's that's what soccer teams commit suicide with. <laughs> oh yeah, when they lose the championship. <laughs> if it's looking bad at halftime. <laughs> it's just... Nah, I think I think uh, Socrates like tried to put on a t-shirt, uh, but he got stuck in there and suffocated because his hems were locked. <laughs> All right. And, well, and said, I think we have Socrates. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright, we need to vote on this. Jordan, what you going with? Christmas dinner or Christmas cookie? Uh, I'm going to go with Christmas dinner, because I love my family Christmas dinner, but also because M, you can have all the pizzelles. That's fine. Just Alright. Uh, I am going to go with Christmas cookie uh, on the condition that nobody gives me any of those uh, glotzelles or whatever. Because uh, they are disgusting. Anything that is like licorice flavor um, should be thrown into a fire. Uh, How Kevin, dare you? I break made a Sazerac tie. for you once. Oh, uh, it was okay. <laughs> the alcohol helped. How dare you? Um, I'm going to go with Christmas dinner because it's the only opportunity I have to uh, invite a, a haunted old rich man over to give me a turkey, the, the one that's twice as big as me. Wait, is your grandfather a haunted old rich man? Uh, no, he's um he's a Dickensian construct. Oh, my grandfather well. is 
Understandable. He's, he's, a, he's a big old hook nose stereotype. Every family has one. Uh, hey, so thank hey, you. Hey, Charles, let me just go back in time and let you know that character did not age well. Charles Barkley? Yeah. Charles Barkley did. Well, no, Charles Barkley did not age well. Oh, man. Muppet Christmas Carol, take out uh, <laughs> Michael Caine, put in Charles Barkley. Uh-huh. You have an infinitely better movie. Uh, On- only then would I agree that that film is better than Muppet Treasure Island. It's more grave uh, than of grave. <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Emily. And next time you have to choose between Christmas dinner and Christmas cookies, go ahead with that dinner. You're going to be glad you did. Next question comes to us from Joanna Rudder. Thank you so much, Joanna, who wants to know, would you rather ride a sleigh everywhere or only be able to eat food you've roasted over an open fire? Go. So you're either riding a sleigh everywhere or only eating food that you've roasted over an open fire. Well, it's going to be hard to navigate via sleigh during the summer months. (laughs) Uh, here's my question. Is this a, all right, I need to go to the top of the highest hill so that I can get plenty of momentum to actually, you know, be able to coast the rest of the way to work? Or is this like, um, like sled dogs and stuff attached to your sleigh? Or, well, or, or raining deer? Or, um, I don't know, Uber drivers? No, I, think, I, I don't know. I don't know, Tyler. Can you afford to purchase a horse or a reining deer or some dogs to pull your sled? No, but I can get proficient with a lasso and just kind of go with the Zen driving principle and pick someone who looks like they know where they're going. Does that mean? And just uh, throw a rope around them. Does that mean you get a plus one on all your lasso rolls? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,. Um, I don't know, though, like, roasting food over an open fire sounds pretty good. Are we counting, like, stovetops, or does this have to be, you know, no, I think fireplace it's be... and or camping fire? Yeah, I think it's got to be a fire that you made. I, I would go so far as to say it's it's food roasting on an open pyre. I think it has to be some sort of, like, ginormous bonfire. So you have to wait for a Viking to die. Exactly. <laughs> Light them up and then get a nice smoky flavor on that uh, that pork loin. Well, because there's nothing that tastes better than, than smoky, charred beard. Yeah. Um, I – there are only – no, I was about to say there are only so many things you can roast over an open fire, but uh, – that is false because everything tastes better over an open fire. I think that is the the single most important thing I learned as a as a camp counselor is that you can take anything and if you just like throw it over a fire for a little bit, it's gonna taste so much better. Like you take that apple, you stick it on a stick, you heat it up, caramelize it a little bit, it's gonna be delicious. Hey. You know, hey, only only a fool only roasts a hot dog over the fire. You got you gotta throw that bun over the fire too. You gotta squirt some ketchup in that fire. Tyler, what should we do with this live lobster? You gotta, you gotta throw it on a, a stick that you let a twelve-year-old sharpen with a pocket knife. Yep. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta put it just like right in those hot coals. Yep. Gotta let it know who's boss. Um, Wait, is has the lobster been alive for these twelve years, or is it like a, it's it's like? 
a rotting lobster corpse. Well, consider Well, it. there was a good while where it was alive, but I thought it was a rock. Um, oh, boy. But then later I discovered it wasn't a rock. It was a rock lobster. Um, rock lobster? I think that's how the song goes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever actually heard that song. Just the family guy <laughs> other rendering than of it? Ma- uh, and other people making um, jokes about it. Uh, slay. Uh, that means like the 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 with the metal things. What do you call them? The runners. The runners. This isn't you mean like, like a knife. Like like slay. S L A Y. Yeah. Like Santa's slay starring yeah. Goldberg. That's yeah. What it is. Uh, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. Um, cause there are those, like, have you, have you ever been to an Alpine slide, uh, where it's like summertime where they have like, uh, like big old slides that you sit on a sled with like wheels under it and you can go down on that. I don't know. I feel like that's more of like a toboggan or the body skateboard than anything else. Yeah. I think, you you know what? I think the big plus of the dynamite what's coming in here um uh, i'm bummed that i'm not on this text chain uh it's not text it's in the chat oh i'm not looking at that garbage um what uh what the frick is it oh the main the main plus of the the sled is just the status symbol that you because it's, it's this like this red lacquered sleigh and you're just sitting in there like a baller, you know, with your with your ruffled collar and your uh, ascot, I guess. What, what what's what's the accoutrement that goes with a sleigh? Jingling oh, bells. Say, the things that go with a baller are uh, uh, being a shot collar, twenty inch rims. It's the best place to eat Turkish delight. Jen just said that. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, it's... that brings me to a good point, uh, Kevin. You know, I think um, another part of uh, the vows that you have made as a married man means that Jen would be obligated to push and or pull you around on this sleigh right. like a small child. Yes. So that's going to be pretty nice because you can just, you know, you can just take a little nap on there where while well, she carts you around and maybe brings you to the top of the hill and push you down and... Uh, you you know have a nice thrilling moment unless you know you go all Ethan Frome and hit a tree. I well, think that's the second time I've referenced Ethan Frome. Yeah, you're really podcast. hitting the Ethan hard this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, the vows did go uh, in sickness and health and back breaking physical labor. But I think I don't know. I just I I would feel bad if it was a horse. Actually, no. I I think. I think the only way I wouldn't feel bad if it is if it was like a bunch of, uh, like liberal. team of rats. No, I think a bunch of liberal arts majors. Oh, all right. So is this, is there going to be like an app where yeah. you find the nearest starving MFA yeah. student? Does this mean that I'm riding in the sleigh and I have the two of you pulling me? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, what else do we have going for us? I uh, I got a it, film project I'm working in. I got a, a human rights art living art installation. Ooh, no, I can really, have, it's, Can I have uh, George Hampy leading the train uh, on the sled because he's like 
liberal arts doctorate or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's when he was doing uh, New York tours. Uh, that's how he. Um, that's how he pulled him off. He literally like pulled people around on a sled as he told them like, "Hey, uh, uh, yeah, give us some Giul- tour." Giuliani ate a pizza once. <laughs> Giuliani it, ate yeah, a pizza. It's not once. even facts about what you're seeing. It's just random facts that he's regaling you with. Yeah, ever curious? Hey, guy ate a pizza. Did you know that there are 16 ounces in a pound? <laughs> um, advantage of the open fire, though. Uh, if that means that I'm going to have a like a wood burning stove or a fireplace or something in my home. That's pretty great because I grew up. Um, the Crumrine Estate is heated by a wood burning stove, uh, and I have many fond memories of you know, uh, cocoa next to an open fire, or you know, making uh, making mountain pies in there. Have we talked about mountain pies. You guys ever had mountain pies? Yeah, it's uh, it's poop, right? Nope, that is incorrect. Go- uh, is yeah, that... it's uh, it's it's yeah, you have two metal. Yeah, it's like an iron thing. And you where put you a basically... toasted cheese in between them, basically. Yeah, uh, but if you're a pro, uh, you can put in pizza fixins in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's really delicious. Or you can put in, like, pie fixins and make a little I was going to say, right. you know what, uh, Tyler, you know what uh, friend of the podcast, I believe, Jeremy... Uh... Piven. No, Jeremy Sayer? Sayer. Yeah. I hardly know her. Uh, at one of his uh, his parties, he had a fire pit in the backyard. He took uh, crescent uh, crescent rolls, used Ooh. that as the dough, and then put Reese's peanut butter cups and marshmallows in between it. Oh, shut God. that thing up, and it was threw it in the fire. It looked divine. Oh, Through the fire and the flames. Um, yes. <laughs> we will carry on. <laughs> I think the problem with that though is that is under an open fire. Uh, you can't really you can't really yeah, do it over. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could No, no, you can stick it longer. in the fire is what we do with mountain pies. Yeah, I guess so. Um but I mean the alternative would be like you have to, you know, take all your meats and not only like stick it on a skewer, but you're going to have to go outside to some like uh oil can fire uh outside your apartment and and roast it that way and that's going to be all kinds of inconvenience. Oh no, but you know what? We have lost the art of oil drum fire making in this country. I feel like in in like the Great Depression, there was a peak in the in the amount of skill of oil drum fire making. And then after yeah. that, it's just been a, a freaking, you know, uh, ungrateful generation coming next and saying like, oh, we have ovens or whatever. And it's like, it's not what it's about. It's about an art. Yeah. I mean, really, where's our hobo population? Even right. About? And it's like it's about everybody crowding around an oil drum fire. And then when someone smells food, everyone beats each other into a pulp until one person's uh, left standing. Did you guys know that my great grandpa was a hobo? No. Yeah. I thought we talked about this. He, he rode the rails from Florida to PA following the, the warm seasons. Um until he met my great grandma and settled down and worked on her farm because he was in love with her and junk. Oh. <laughs> and junk. Yeah, he was also in love with junk. So like he really <laughs> loved scrap metal. But what, what you're saying is he sold out as a yeah, as a hobo. Out. He sold out and became one of the normies. 
Game yeah, over. the rest of our family is still hobos. They never forgave him. Uh, so we need to take a vote on this. Kevin, what are you going with? Open fire or uh, being pulled around on a sleigh? You know, I'm going to go... Or even just downhill? I'm going to go with uh, being pulled around on a sleigh because if I could be a hobo being pulled around on a sleigh... I mean, that's just, that would be perfect. Just the living yeah, the just life, moving you, around. Hit yourself to a train. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> oh, have a bumpy ride. Those runners, no, they would fit right on the tracks. Ah, uh, yeah. They just need to be nice and snowy. Um, well, you just get some sparks otherwise. Yeah. Ain't nothing in a spark Jordan? ever hurt. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Roasted Fire because, uh, you know, I mean, I, maybe I can get into, like, some art- artisanal uh, food creation. And, uh, I, I hate artisanal it every time you say that. Food creation. Artisanal food creation. Artisanal food creation. I think artisanal. It's, art- it's artisanal, yeah. Not according to uh, Merlin Man and John Roderick. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, and I am going to go ahead and go with, um, you know, I'm going to go with that sleigh because if I can figure out a way to make it uh, practical, like if I can get my route down uh, so that I can get the momentum going, I think it's going to be worth the extra time. I think it's going to be fun. I'm going to save a lot on subway fare, whereas I can only imagine that roasting everything over an open fire it's just it's it's gonna get costly because you're gonna have to get like real meat and not microwave things. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for your question, Joanna. And next time you have to choose between a sleigh ride or food over an open fire, go ahead and go with that sleigh ride. You're gonna be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from uh, he's becoming a regular on the show, Mike the commenter. Uh, the only person that is not a spam bot that comments on our our streaming hosting, uh, ninjasversuspodcast.erictribio.com. Uh, but, and it's it's kind of, it always surprises me because so many of the other ones get buried in the spam that I feel like when I find his few legitimate comments and questions. Did he at uh, least make them recently? Or is it something like? Yeah, no, this was, this was on um, Goethe's Yurta. Which uh, okay. was our last episode that we put out, um, but he he not only asked a question, uh, but he also had a comment. Uh, so here's his post: a question and a comment. Well, I just said that comment. <laughs> Idea for an agency that adopts puppies and sends them to needy local Wiccans. I'll call it Wags to Witches. <laughs> That's great. I approve. <laughs> Which I have laughed oh, at boy. every time I have read that's, it. That's good. All right. Can we give him all is... of our money for that? Yeah. All uh, all of the money that we have made making this podcast. Well, we made a little bit from that live show, but just yeah, it never, went into gas money I, for you guys. I never got any of it. Well, maybe it just went to Kevin then. Yeah, no, I um, put it in a I put it in the Ninjas versus Podcast Mutual Fund. It's been growing steadily. We we yeah. have forty three thousand dollars. Which is just it's to say there's like some fungus or something on there. Oh yeah. Um, but his question is: make it rain versus let it snow. Go. Which is better? Which is preferable? Uh, making it rain or making it snow? No, letting it snow. 
letting that's it a, see that's a big snow? difference though because yeah you you are permitting the snow because you can't control snow okay you okay oh, in this scenario oh. you can though no you are you are mr snow mcgee that, no that, you're you're letting that beloved snow. character of old that that you're old the, trope you're the cold miser yeah, you're Mr. Snow. You're Mr. Freeze Miser. You're Mr. Tembelo. Is that how it goes? I have no idea. I don't know. Something like that. I know he's, he rhymes snow with Tembelo. Well, the point is you're letting it snow. So you yeah, can't make snow. it snow. Snow happens and you choose to get out of its way is what it is. See, the other scenario is... You're making it rain. See, this is okay. Let me let me drop. You're assuming that there isn't someone who is preventing snow everywhere else in the world. Like, what if you go to California and there's some kind of like snow Scrooge? They're like, "Hey, man, let it snow." And he's like, "Well, all right." And you know, now you've got you got White Christmas, just like the ones I used to know. Let me tell you, Tyler. Do you know who that snow Scrooge is? It's the U.S. government controlling the weather using harp. Harp? Yep. Like the is that a is that a beer? Oh What's that, Kevin? Have you have you been replaced by Jesse the Body Ventura? <laughs> All I'm saying is then when you when you do the research you see that the the uh, magnetic magnetosphere we, magneto, magneto Magneto is controlling all the weather because he's he's got a, a umbrella and he never uses it. But if you're if you're making it rain, I think in either of these scenarios you got some storm esque powers, you know, because either you can make it rain or you can let it snow. Well, so, let it snow is much more permissible than make it rain. Yeah, well, making it rain is let it uh, snow means that you can stop it from snowing. So I guess that's yeah, pretty good. You can you can revoke your your snow permissions, whereas making it rain. I mean, I guess you can stop making it rain. Um. But as, like, I don't know, especially now that it's the holidays, um, coming home, like, there's part of me that is comforted that Pittsburgh has not changed at all since I left and is still gray and rainy and miserable. Uh, But I was really looking forward to, you know, that white Christmas. I would much rather, you know, someone just let it snow than whoever's out there making it rain. Uh, and also, if I'm making it rain in, like, the cash money bling bling sense, I feel like that is a waste of money. I do not have enough uh, financial flow to just be making it rain left and right. Well, that's your problem, Tyler. You're not a stripper. Oh, that's true. I mean, I am a gold digger. I ain't messing with no broke. Um, is letting it snow a euphemism for anything? Maybe, uh... like, dandruff? I can make it one with a story that happened to me yesterday. Well, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, no, you won't have to cut this out. Uh, oh, this is, excellent. Good. This Good. is Nice to know we're turning is, things around. This is, uh, this is Jordan's embarrassing shame corner. Does it involve ranch? No. <laughs> uh, so, all right, I visited my parents over Thanksgiving, and hot, I went to the hot. beach. And I got my feet in the water. Uh, sandals got wet, but I, I thought I dried them out. So I'm flying home the next day, um, and they still have sand on them. So I double bag them in a plastic bag, and uh, I pack them, uh, and I fly home. Come back home, unpack my 
my uh, my carry on. Uh, but I leave the sandals in the plastic bag. I think I'll get to it later. So yesterday, I'm cleaning up my room, uh, and I'm like, "Oh, that plastic bag!" I never got my sandals out. So I open up the plastic bag, and wouldn't you know? Freshly laid white snow all over the sandals, except it was not snow; it was mold. Oh, gross! Oh, God, no! Gross. So this Ugh. this afternoon, I so or, you burnt them, right? No, no, because these are hundred dollar Birkenstocks. Yeah, so you burnt them, right? Yeah, you no, burned Birkenstocks. I I bleached them, is what I did. It's disgusting. Man. So that's why you don't buy Birkenstocks. You made them watch anime. Yes. No, the sad fact is, I'm pretty sure the mold must have come from my feet, probably. No, it's not must, it's mold. Huh? Huh? Do you think think more people enjoy snow or rain? Oh, rain. I I enjoy snow. No, if you're... Look, if you... Hold on, Kevin... Kevin, you live in New York. You literally don't have to care about snow. If you I would make much it... rather be caught in snow than caught in the rain. But here's right. the thing. If you can make it rain, you can become some culture's rain god. You can be this, the patron saint of some farming community. Oh, are you suggesting that uh, perhaps you would move to Africa and bless the rains down there? <laughs> Stupid. Um... You could make bank, though, go to Ca- California, where they're having that drought, and be like, I can make it rain for you. But what and, if- then you just th- and then you just throw dollar bills at the mayor. And then he, what does he use them on? Does he buy hamburgers? And them? then and then he, he uses that to buy water. He buys, what if he bought hamburgers instead? That'd be pretty great. Do love a good hamburger. Yeah. Um, oh, Jen. She's moving drawers. Yeah, she's moving benches all over the she place. She's packing up already? <laughs> nah, she is playing piano. Oh, well, a little, little soundtrack is spontaneation on here. I wish. Um, uh, I I don't know. There's I can't think of times that I've preferred rain over snow. There's something about... Well, do you, do you guys enjoy being in the rain or no? No, why would anyone? I mean, I like singing in the rain. You know, the only time I like rain is if I'm trying to fall asleep because it makes that little pitter patter on the window that helps me lull off to ZZ Land. No, you know what I love about rain is that as long as you're properly accoutred, like you got a good, got a good umbrella, got a good rain, got a good. Oh, I thought that means you're covered in cooties. No, that means you're covered in Ashton cooties. I got my shots. Uh, Okay, as long as you got the right equipment. You can be out in the rain and feel amazing about yourself while everybody else is all angry and miserable. And you're like, I'm better than you because you did not look at the weather today. And I have an application on my phone that allows me to know things like some sort of a profit, like a precipitation profit. But who actually reads those things? Um. Umbrellas in snow, pro or con? If you're in Japan, pro. If you're not, con. Okay. So it is It is actually a con. That is correct. Yeah. Anyone trying to sell you an umbrella in snow. Oh, there was a, there was a correct answer about. to this. Yeah. That was, that was a test and you passed. Yes. Um. All right. Uh, we need to take a vote on this. I'm going to go with um, letting it snow. 
because I am unabashedly sentimental and I would I've really been dreaming of a white Christmas uh, and I would I would love for it to snow. Jordan. Uh, hmm. You know, I'll, I'll make it rain because I want to bless the rains down in Africa. I'm going to take some time to do the things we never had. All right, I'm so glad you were proud of that joke enough to say it a second time. <laughs> Kevin! I am, <laughs> am going to go with make it rain because I enjoy pushing pieces of paper against other pieces of paper in order to establish my financial dominance over people. Excellent. So thank you so much for your question, Mike the commenter. And next time you'd like, uh, you have to choose between making it rain or letting it snow, go ahead and make it rain. Uh, you're going to be glad you did. And our final question, this is actually something that I uh, am curious about. Um, who would you rather have for a father? Tim Allen in The Santa Claus or Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way? Go. All right, uh, I will. I will vote right away. Uh, All right, I'm gonna vote for Arnold as my father uh, because I know he will do anything to get me what I want for Christmas. Anything. Anything, even beat up Sinbad. <laughs> have you? Has anyone seen him in a movie since then? I think he may have murdered him. It's possible. <laughs> I just. I think. Um. um I, think, I don't know. If you got Santa Claus as your dad, one, you know you're going to get the dopest gifts. And two, uh, you're going to fly around and stuff, and you get to be friends with uh, Edward the Elf. Or what was the name? What was the head elf's name? Bernard. Chaz. Yeah, that's it. Bernard. Uh, Bernard, which your your mother, Tyler, insists that I am like Bernard, which is why she calls me the head elf. Yeah, she does. I think she does that year round. Yep. Yeah, probably. Yep. I remember that. <laughs> Seems to be her thing. Uh, I, she was telling me that she commented on something on your Facebook recently. Some, yeah, some... I think it was my profile picture. Uh, some You were having nah, some debate it. about, like, is mac and cheese uh, pasta or some dumb nah, thing that like that. It. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Jingle all the way. I feel like Arnold, you know, one he endangers his son on Christmas Two, he's like, I, is there much of the film that shows that he's going to be a better father that he's like actually going to make it to karate matches after that Christmas? I think the one flaw in jingle all the way is that it suggests that Arnold is a bad father because I don't see, I don't see any, <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that. Right. I cannot suspend my disbelief that much because i know that he would be an awesome father and is an awesome father because he's <laughs> he is my dad oh wow i i didn't see that that also came out on tmz yes no no it came out on tnt oh it's dynamite yeah um <laughs> let's take it back uh santa claus though you will only get to see tim allen once a year i believe um but at the very least uh you get double dads because you also get, uh, what's his name, Neil, the psychiatrist. It's a weenie whistle. So it's like double mint gum, double the dad, twice the fun. Yeah, plus with Tim Allen, 
as your Santa Claus dad, he's going to have you uh, give you a lot of access to that sweet white powder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's also going to take you skiing. I'm disappointed uh, we didn't plan I'm to Tyler. see uh hello there while it was in uh well the, oh i tried the ticket sold it out like sold, instantly it sold out oh, the really? day the day it went up on cherry lane yeah uh, i'm even plugged into like the new york theater community and i you know you didn't get any of that sweet to hop on that. no i didn't and i regret it every day and will every day for the rest of my life. It got a New York Times critics pick. Um, so maybe it'll go on a Broadway. That Dude, if it amazing. went on Broadway, that would be amazing. They've got to do a revival. That would be They awesome. sold out the theater. It would be like you would be an idiot not to put that in a larger space. Uh, and what else is John Mulaney doing anyway? Um, Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> we need to take a vote on this. Jordan already voted... For uh, which was it? Arnold. Arnold. Kevin. You know, I, I'm I'm voting for Tim Allen of Santa Claus because another thing that I cannot suspend my disbelief on for Jingle All the Way is that nobody in that it's, movie. It's the Santa Claus, not a Santa Claus. Sorry, Ma- Tim Allen, comma a Santa. No, Claus. no, no. Yeah, there are many Santa Clauses, Tyler. Okay. Oh, that's true. It's very read the fine print. It's culturally imperialist to suggest that you, Tim Allen, have the one Santa Claus. Um, I, I just, I cannot suspend my disbelief that nobody in Jingle All the Way tries to offer Arnold speech therapy classes at any point. It's like, hey, t- you're audio like hiccuped for a second so it sounded like i cannot believe that nobody offered arnold speech therapy uh and it sounded like you're just gonna say speed which i would not be surprised if he was on during that well uh, yeah also (laughs) i've had enough of this turbo man um so you went with the santa claus then kevin one of many Santa Clauses, yes. Here's the thing. If I try and think of a joke, I can't think of anything else, which is the ta- the reason why I frequently forget what you guys have voted for as you are saying it. Uh, and that isn't to say I have a joke. Uh, I'm just going to go with uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus because uh, I even, even a, like, absentee father that only shows up once a year is better than Arnold wearing, you know, uh, like shiny toy cod piece. Um, mm, absinthe tea. Absinthe tea. Absinthe tea. Absinthe tea. Red butter pickle butter. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us for another Rubber episode baby buggy bumpers. of Ninjas vs. Podcast. If you would like to send us a question, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus vs no period at gmail.com. Uh, evidently, you can also go to our streaming website, ninjas versus podcast. Eric Tribio. That's E R I C T O R I B I O dot com. Um, you can stream and download episodes there if you're not a fan of um, different iTunes Strokes. stuff. If you're not a fan of different strokes, ooh, that reminds me, I need to, I need to check something. Gary Coleman, not different strokes, not different strokes related, just something completely different. 
so you can leave comments there, and I'll uh, I'll maybe find them if it isn't drowned out by Nike ads. Um, you can also tweet at Ninjas versus Podcast, and we will notice it. Um, and uh, be eligible for Tweet of the Week. Kevin, do we have a Tweet of the Week? You better believe it. Joanna Rutter tweeted, Yes, Swing Dance people, Swing Dance Club people are the worst people. Cathartic episode for me. Hashtag deep sigh. Plus, and this is the most important part of the tweet, she said in brackets, Plus, Kevin, you're, quote, good at this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It only took Wait. two months or however long. Joanna, what? remember like 40 years ago when I was like, hey, people need to tweet that I'm good at doing the Twitter because I am. <laughs> it was a shameless plug for uh, validation, I guess. But I got it finally. So screw everybody else who didn't tweet that. Joanna Rutter came through in a pinch like she always does. And said what we were all thinking, which is that I'm good at Twitter and good. We all, no one else needs to tweet it because it's a clear and present danger. Uh, didn't like a Yale account also follow us? Did we finally talk about George Hampy of GeorgeHampy.com fam? You we got a Yaley on there. We are newly we followed by, uh, who's this? What's Not this George. Case? No, it's uh, at Yale Ment. Yale grad, oh. trader, asset manager. Nice. So I'm uh, going to get some assets managed. Uh, you can also uh, rate or review us on iTunes. That always helps people to um, find the podcast through that. And if you ever just like want to let us know how you found out about the podcast, um, it's, it's fun to know because we keep getting new listeners and I don't know why. Uh, also, uh, email that I wanted to share with you guys. This comes to us from... Let me see here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It was recent. Oh, this comes from uh, Sembolini Martina. Uh, the subject is divorce. And it says, oh, wait. No, this is, <laughs> they changed their name halfway through. Dear <laughs> counsel, my name is Jay and Pack. I am contacting your firm in regards to a divorce settlement with my ex-husband, Piper Pack who resides in your jurisdiction, I live in Canada. We had a court agreement for him to pay $578,000 plus legal fees. He has only paid me $78,000 since. I am hereby seeking your firm to represent me in collecting the balance from him. He has agreed already to pay me the balance, but it is my belief that a law firm like is needed to help me collect this payment, him or litigate this matter if he fails to pay as promised. Sincerely, Jay and Pack. Uh, so I don't know if she's informing us or asking for our legal counsel. Either way, I'm planning on offering it. Um, what should we charge? I think... Um, Other than all of it. Just like one of those coupons that says good for a free hug. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Jordan, do you do you want to throw anything into the pot? Tuppence. <laughs> Tuppence for the birds? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, we need so... to take a vote on this episode. Was it good? Oh, yes. that's for Santa to decide. Oh, thank you to um, Santa. Santa. <laughs> Xmas movie soundtrack, uh, who is kind enough to um, continue to let people download their music and listen to it online, and it's really great. Did um, uh, he put out anything new this year? I don't think so. I, sure I, 
I have been uh, evangelizing it um, to friends and family, as I always do. Uh, but that's at xmasmoviesoundtrack.bandcamp.com. Um, he really puts the X in Christmas. Um, and yeah, uh, if you need some some light listening for your gift unwrapping or um, to wrap over, uh, go ahead and check it out. I think that about covers it. Um, so our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus Turbo Man. <laughs> All right. Go. Turbo Man because I've had enough of this Turbo Man. Uh, Turbo Man because Turbo Man can fly and ninjas cannot. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and go with ninjas because Turbo Man, you know, deep down, he's he's too kind. He's just always going to think it's uh, ice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> so thank you for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. And until next time... Kevin, I have some fairly distressing news for you this holiday season. What you got for me? Uh, your wife is a liar. She did not post on my Facebook wall. Happy birthday. Oh, she, oh my did, gosh, she text you? Did, did she text you, though? I don't think she texted me. Are you sure it wasn't swallowed up? Because now Facebook does that, like, oh... No, I, 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 got I expanded birthday. the comments. No text or Facebook. I was going to say Merry Christmas all the This is much more important for us to discuss all the air. I'm sorry. I'm glad we're going to be playing some depressing Christmas. When you strip mine, you mine for a feed. You'll wake up in a wasted town. And you'll wander in the ruins of a midnight lot for the trailer where your memory is bound. And you're looking at the broken mantle. And the room Filling up with snow If ever you knew Some kind of glory Here it moves a long time ago I hope my heart is gone I hope my heart is gone Lord, I wish I could say That I saved you a place But I'm not that strong
shepherds, nor yet Orient kings. The tale is old to us. To them, it was new. They came to see and stayed to worship him. Let us, like them, a while remain to worship here. Be silent yet a space. This is the hour and this the holy place. Within the dark Gethsemane of our years, the miracle of Christmas now appears. Comedy gold, comedy gold. Um, 